0: Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, presented by Living Stream Ministry. These Life Studies explore every book in the Bible from the perspective of the believer's enjoyment and experience of God's divine life in Christ through the Holy Spirit. These messages unveil how the Scriptures can be living and more than mere doctrine to man. Today, we bring you recorded excerpts of Witness Lee's original speaking, along with some of our own comments and thoughts. If you have questions, please send email to radio at lsm.org. Now, let's join today's program. Because Christ is so wonderful, so all-inclusive, plain words are just not adequate to reveal Him and describe Him. Types, which are actually pictures, are also necessary. Both the tabernacle and the offerings in Leviticus are types of Christ, We come to our second program from the Life Study of Leviticus as we look at these types or pictures that help us see Christ in the Old Testament. And here with us to help us get further into these pictures is Bob Danker. Bob, it's great to have you back. It's very good to be back with you, Chris. This book of Leviticus is really not an easy book. I know when many people read their Bible, it's one of the harder ones for them to get into, and many probably, honestly, skip it altogether or at least skim through it. But as we got into yesterday in the introduction, there is a tremendous view here, a progression in God's dealing with man that we do not want to miss. The title of our message today is A General Definition of the Offerings. Before we get into the offerings, summarize a little bit about the introduction we had yesterday. Yes, Chris, the Bible
1: is God's revelation to man. And this revelation in the Bible, as we saw in the previous broadcast, is progressive beginning with Genesis, passing through Exodus, and continuing on with the book of Leviticus. We need to be clear that the main revelation in the Bible is to reveal to us God's economy. Genesis begins with God's creation in chapters 1 and 2. After God created man, beginning from Genesis 3, we see the fall of man. Man fell progressively in Genesis— until at Babel the entire human race rebelled against God. Although God did come in to call out Abraham and his descendants, eventually, at the end of Genesis, we see a rather negative situation. We see Joseph, a dead man, in a coffin in Egypt, which is a picture in the Bible of the satanic world. This shows us that at the end of Genesis, all the descendants of Abraham had gone down into Egypt, into the world. But Exodus progresses further by showing us God's salvation of Israel out of Egypt through the Passover and through the crossing of the Red Sea. This book proceeds with the decreeing of the law at Mount Sinai and then God giving his people the vision of the tabernacle. After this, Israel built the tabernacle, and at the end of Exodus, the tabernacle was erected and the glory of God filled the tabernacle. This is a marvelous conclusion of the book of Exodus. Now we come to Leviticus. This book begins and ends with God's speaking to his people out of the tabernacle as the tent of meeting. This book shows us in detail how we can experience and enjoy Christ for our fellowship with God. In Leviticus, the first seven chapters describe Christ as different kinds of offerings to open the way for us to have fellowship with God. Then Leviticus goes further to show us the way to serve God and also the way to live a holy life for the expression of God. In Exodus, we see Christ as the tabernacle for God to dwell among his people on the earth. And in Leviticus, we see Christ as the offerings for God's people to enjoy with God in their fellowship together.
0: We ended the program yesterday uh, just touching on the matter of worship, which is really the point of all of the offerings, to bring about this genuine kind of worship, uh, and contrasting that to the traditional religious thought of worship. It's. It is an exciting life study, and of course, I think probably the first time I read Leviticus, I would never have imagined myself saying, this is an exciting book. But the way it's been opened up, I think all of our listeners will be able to make such a declaration. Let's get into the life study now. We want to begin with a masterful view of the link between these three books that you pointed out, particularly the last two, Exodus and Leviticus. Exodus, which we already covered in 175 radio programs, life study messages, we saw Christ's incarnation as a wonderful picture of the tabernacle to bring God to us and to bring us to God. Then in the New Testament book, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 14 says that the Word became flesh and tabernacled among us. Now in Leviticus, we see a picture of Christ as the offerings through his death and his resurrection. These all bring about this enjoyment of Christ, this enjoyment of God. John one twenty nine says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. As you said, uh, simple words that need the book of Leviticus to really open up the details. Christ of the Lamb of God is the aggregate of all of the offerings that we see in this book. So I hope our listeners will stay with us in the weeks ahead. These are rich, wonderful pictures. Let's join Witness Lee with the first portion today.
2: The tabernacle was a type of Christ. And the offerings were two. So, now, I'd like to point out to you that Christ, as a tabernacle, brings God to man. Then, as the offerings, Christ brings man to God. There is a traffic coming and going. Christ came... As the tabernacle. Of course, this was through his incarnation. Right? John 1, 14 says, The word which was God became flesh and tabernacled among us. There, Christ was the tabernacle through incarnation, bringing God Man. While he was there on the earth, there was God, right, embodied in a tabernacle. This is clear. But this is just one way God coming to us in Christ through incarnation. Then John 1 goes on to tell us that this Christ was also the Lamb. Of God. Behold the Lamb of God. This is the totality of all the offerings. Christ was, on the one hand, the tabernacle, and on the other hand, the offerings. As the tabernacle, He brought God to us. As the offerings, He is now bringing us all. To God. The tabernacle was in incarnation. The offerings are in the crucifixion and resurrection. We all know Christ came in incarnation and Christ went through crucifixion and resurrection. This two way traffic to bring God to us and to bring us to God, making God and us, us and God one. This is wonderful.
0: It sounds like a New Testament book. Uh, The pictures are tremendous. Christ brings God to man as the tabernacle. But as the reality of the offerings, he brings man to God. This is the two-way traffic he was talking about here. It's marvelous, but I think we still need some explanation of just what this traffic entails. Yes, Chris, this two-way traffic
1: between God and man as we see in Christ through his incarnation and his crucifixion and resurrection is truly a marvelous thing. Before the setting up of the tabernacle, In the wilderness, God was in the heavens, and man was on the earth. There was a separation. But through the tabernacle, God came to dwell on the earth with man. It is the same with the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the incarnated God. Through his incarnation, he became the tabernacle so that God could dwell among men. The tabernacle was God's dwelling place in the Old Testament, and Christ, as the tabernacle, is God's dwelling place in the New Testament. Although the children of Israel were fallen people, as we saw in the book of Exodus, God still had a way to dwell among them through the tabernacle. The tabernacle brought God to man and also allowed man to enter into God. Christ, as the tabernacle, made it possible for us to enter into God. In Christ as the tabernacle, God became enterable for our experience and enjoyment of Him. The fact that the tabernacle was enterable, as we see the priests in their service to God, they would enter into the tabernacle. And once a year, even the high priest entered the Holy of Holies, the deepest part of the tabernacle where God dwelt in particular. This fact That the tabernacle was enterable to man shows that God has a desire for man to enter into him. Then, we need a way for God and man to have fellowship. This is where Leviticus comes in. Leviticus opens by revealing Christ to us as different kinds of offerings. These offerings are mainly for us and God to enjoy together and to have fellowship with one another. Through Christ as all the offerings— We have a way to fellowship with God by enjoying Christ together with God.
0: You mentioned a moment ago as we were talking a phrase that Witness Lee was fond of. I heard it many times, probably not near as many as you did, but he said that once our eyes are opened, we see Christ everywhere. Christ is the tabernacle now, as you just said. He's also the offerings. Uh, This is the book of Leviticus, full of these tremendous pictures. We've got more of them ahead. Let's go back to Witness Lee.
2: Now, I like to say... A word further, that is, our Christ is too wonderful, too all-inclusive. Just with the plain word, it is not adequate to describe him, to reveal him. He needs a lot of pictures. The type of the tabernacle is a picture, right? And the types of the offerings are all pictures, Of Christ. You have to look at the tabernacle. It speaks a lot to you. Then you have to look at the offerings. They speak more to you. We have seen so much. In the tabernacle. In Exodus. Now we need more time. To see Christ. In the offerings. In Leviticus. Here you have to see. Both. The tabernacle and the offerings signify God in Christ. The tabernacle signifies that God is in Christ for us to contact, to touch, to experience, to enter into. Then the offerings are God in Christ for our enjoyment, that we may enjoy Him and even by enjoying him, we can be mingled with God. Without the pictures of the types, how can word can describe such things? You look at the picture. Here is the tabernacle as a dwelling place. In front of it are the different offerings. Nearly all of them are good for eating. There are things, if you would pray and you would consider the picture, you have to worship God. You have to say, God, my Lord, I worship you. What a wonderful revelation that you are the tabernacle to me. You are also the offerings to me. I can enter to you and I can take you in and enjoy you, and be mingled with you. It's wonderful. So, by this you can see why the Bible has spent so much in writing to occupy so many pages with these types. Thank the Lord that he has opened up all these pictures to show
0: us. A very touching prayer, Bob, one that comes out of true revelation from our Heavenly Father. We can actually enter into God because Christ is our tabernacle. And we can enjoy Him because He is the offerings as well. This is very sweet. I'd like to dwell here for a few minutes before we go on to our conclusion.
1: Yes, Chris, we have seen that God's desire is not just to be with us, but he wants us to enter into him, and he wants to enjoy Christ with us in fellowship. Furthermore, God's deep desire is to mingle with us, to enter into us, to join with us, and to blend himself with us. God can do these things and satisfy his desire because Christ is the tabernacle, which makes God enterable, and Christ is also the offerings, which makes God enjoyable. We enjoy Christ with God, mainly, according to the picture in Leviticus, by eating the offerings. And we know that when we eat something as food, that food enters into us and mingles with our physical body, even becomes the very constituent's Of our physical body. This is God's desire related to all of us that through Christ, as all the offerings, we and God can be mingled together as one. This is God's economy. This is God's purpose and plan in the universe. First, to make Himself the tabernacle so that He could dwell among men and be uh, enterable, man could enter into him, and then to be the offerings so that man can enjoy him by eating Christ with God in different aspects so that by our eating Christ, we become those who are mingled with God and are one with God. So you can see that through the tabernacle and the offerings— we not only have forgiveness of our sins through the blood of the sacrifices that were shed on the altar, but we also can enter into a sweet enjoyment with God by enjoying Christ with God by our eating him. How marvelous that we can eat Christ as all the offerings. As Witness Lee said, a part of the offerings were for God to enjoy and a part is for man to enjoy. So the part that is for us to enjoy enables us to be mingled with God, to be blended with Him, so that He and we become one. This satisfies the deepest desire of God in His economy.
0: Well, of course, we have to come to the offerings in Leviticus. Uh, This portion ahead will give us a little introduction. There are five main kinds of offerings, or five basic offerings. First, the burnt offering then the meal offering, the peace offering, the sin offering, and finally the trespass offering. These pictures of the offerings in Leviticus are enlightening, and they are very encouraging. As you said, they lead to experience of Christ on our way in to a full enjoyment of God. So we want to go back to Witness Lee for this introduction to these five basic offerings in Leviticus.
2: According to Leviticus, there are five kinds of offerings. Number one, Burn offering, number two, the meal offering, and number three, the peace offering, and then the sin offering and the trespass offering. The burn offering is Christ for God's satisfaction. The meal offering is Christ for God's people's satisfaction together with God. Firstly, the burnt offering is for God's eating. Now, the meal offering is for our eating, but our eating together with God. Firstly, Christ should be for God's enjoyment. Absolutely. Then secondly, Christ should be for our enjoyment, that we may enjoy Him Together with God. Because in the meal offering, some part is for God. The main part is for us. And this indicates that Christ is for our enjoyment. That we may enjoy Him together with God. God's intention is for enjoyment. For Him and for us. This is God's enjoyment. And this is our enjoyment. But we shouldn't forget we still have sin within our nature. And we still have trespasses in our conduct which are both condemned by Him. So, you have the sin offering. And the sin offering is Christ for our sin in our nature. And then you have the trespass offering, which is Christ for our sins, mm. trespasses, Amen. wrongdoings Amen. in our conduct. So by Christ being the sin offering and the trespass offering, we don't have any problem any longer. Then the peace offering is Christ as the peace between God and his people for their co-enjoyment in fellowship. Christ, being different offerings, consummates in peace. And this peace is just himself. A peace between God and God's people. And now, here we have the co-enjoyment in fellowship.
0: There's a lot that we could say, but I want to pick up just this last phrase here, this matter of the co-enjoyment of fellowship. This is really the good news of the gospel that's preached from Leviticus, isn't it?
1: Yes, Chris, this is really good news, that we and God could have a co-enjoyment of Christ in fellowship between us and God. This is through Christ as the offerings. This is a marvelous thing. Here we have, in Leviticus, five main offerings. The first one is the burnt offering. This burnt offering was entirely consumed on the altar, and none of this offering was to be eaten by the one who offered it or by the priest who offered it. It was entirely for God's satisfaction. This shows us that God needs satisfaction. And God's satisfaction is nothing other than Christ himself. Christ is God's satisfaction in an absolute sense. But then, the second offering is the meal offering. And this offering was made of fine flour, mingled with oil, with frankincense and salt. We see by reading Leviticus that this offering was for God to enjoy and also for God's people to enjoy. A part of this offering was for the enjoyment of God's people. So here we have a co-enjoyment. And this co-enjoyment is the enjoyment of God and us enjoying Christ together in fellowship. So this is a picture of the fellowship that we have with God. We can fellowship with God by enjoying Christ together with God. Of course, while we're enjoying Christ with God, we are mindful of the fact that we have a sinful nature and there are many sins, trespasses, wrongdoings, iniquities, etc., that are produced by that sinful nature in our conduct. So we need a way to deal with these negative things. And here we have Christ as the sin offering to deal with the sinful nature, the nature of sin that is within every man. And also we have Christ as the trespass offering to deal with all the sins, the wrongdoings that we commit during our daily living. Of course, this is not the focus of Christ being the offerings. The focus is God and man enjoying Christ together in fellowship. Now we have these four offerings plus another one, which is the peace offering. So, the issue of the enjoyment of Christ as the four offerings the burnt offering, the meal offering, the sin offering, and the trespass offering is that we have peace with God. God is at peace with us, and we are at peace with God. This peace, as Witness Lee pointed out, is Christ Himself. Christ is our peace. So, we enjoy Christ with God as our peace as we fellowship together. And again, as we saw before, God's ultimate goal is not just to enjoy Christ with us or to deal with our sins and sinful nature, but His real desire is to mingle Himself with us to make us one with Him, to make Him and us just one entity. This is accomplished also by our enjoyment of Christ as the offerings with God Himself In fellowship, as we enjoy Christ, by eating him as the various offerings that are available for us to eat, this Christ whom we eat is digested within us in our spiritual constitution, and he is assimilated into our being to make us and God one, to mingle us with God and God with us. This is a marvelous picture of the way God's economy is carried out and the way God's goal is arrived at by us as God's people. We need to enjoy Christ with God. We need to get into these offerings. We need to see their significances, each one of them, and learn how to enjoy Christ, appreciate Him, and present Him to God as these offerings, so that we can enjoy Christ with God, and we can be mingled with God as one. What a tremendous picture we have here in the book of
0: Leviticus. We have had a view from a mountain peak here the last two days in these first two opening programs. We're going to get down into the forest and look at all the trees up close as we touch these various offerings and all their details in the weeks ahead, but I have sure enjoyed this introduction. I, too, have enjoyed this introduction, Chris. Well, we'll return tomorrow as we continue on, and uh, we hope that you're enjoying this and getting a look at Leviticus like you've never seen it before. Let me point out our toll-free number as we close today and invite you to contact us. It's 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Or you can write to us, Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. Or send email to us, radio at lsm.org. We'll reach us, Please do that. We would love to hear from you. And join us again tomorrow as we continue on. Thank you very much for listening. Dear Lord, we give ourselves to
2: thee. Receive us into thy wise hands.
0: Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee. Brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee spent seven decades in the 20th century speaking Christ, first in Asia and then North America, eventually all over the world. The culmination of those 70 years of ministry was his life study of the Bible, an exhaustive exposition of the entire scriptures. This unique commentary focuses on how Christ can be life to man in an experiential and practical way. These programs encapsulate Witness Lee speaking in just 26 minutes. But to get the complete riches, visit lifestudy.com. From there, you can read all of the Life Study messages in their entirety or download any of our more than 1,700 audio programs at no cost. Again, that website is lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening.